Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. Today is National Donut Day, and we had a little breakfast treat this morning, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, a breakfast sandwich from Tim Hortons, but instead of the the English muffin or whatever, it was a honey dip donut cut in half like a bagel and then sandwiched together. So honey dip donut with a breakfast sandwich combo. I think they were only serving those until noon to celebrate uh, Donut Day. Uh-huh. Um, we got some for the whole office. Mixed reviews. Uh, when I was eating it, I thought it tasted pretty good, but I can still kind of feel it in me. It was it was a surprisingly good the first bite I had, and then it got progressively worse each bite thereafter. It was rich. Yeah. Absolutely. I downed mine in about four bites. <laughs> Dev, <laughs> Dev loved it. Dev was, are you going to finish that? <laughs> I may have reached into the garbage to finish off someone else's, I'm not going to say. But. Devi likey, I think Devi was likey. the catchphrase this morning. <laughs> Devi likey. Hey, remember. Devi only have one E though. On the 6th, so Wednesday, it's Tim Horton's camp day. They do great things helping kids uh, who don't have the means to go to camp go to camp, and and they've helped over 250,000 of those kids so far. We're going to raise that number. When you buy your coffee, 100% of the proceeds this coming Wednesday going to uh, Tim Horton's Camp Day. Let's talk about tariffs, a little tariff talk. little tariff talk, and it's uh, creating a bit of a tear between the United States and Canada. A bit of a rift. Whoa. It takes a lot for uh, Justin Trudeau to speak out against Donald Trump because he has bent over backwards to be his friend and work out a NAFTA deal, but it seemed to end yesterday after uh, Trump and his administration announced that the tariffs for steel and aluminum would be coming in as of today. The Canadians responded quickly. $16.6 billion worth of tariffs on American goods. And result is it's not good for anyone, not good for Londoners, because we are going to be paying extra. They are saying, experts are saying, one, that what Trump did is idiotic. <laughs> and two, they're saying that Trudeau and the Canadian government have had a near-perfect response. Well, I mean... They have really targeted uh, some swing states, Republican states in the United States as a way to exert more pressure. Yeah, a lot of the goods that we're going to be putting tariffs on now are going to affect some key areas for Donald Trump to get reelected or the Republicans to get back into power. So like if it was Wisconsin, we'd like hold off on the cheese or something like that. Extra extra for the cheese. You got to pay extra if you want to bring it up to Canada. It's such a Canadian thing, though. I find it so funny that one of the things we're putting tariffs on is maple syrup. <laughs> French fries, gravy, cheese, and maple syrup all have tariffs now. How do you like it, America? And in a very Canadian way, we put the tariffs on, but we also said, sorry. Because we're Canadian. <laughs> Sorry we have to do this, but, well, we got some great stuff coming up on the show. There was a movie shot in the London area. Taz and Jim got to be in it. We'll tell what? you about that. No Peacock. Also, um, J.R. Smith, he made a big screw-up during the Cavs game last night. And speaking of screw-ups, the Taz Show Podcast. And we're just looking at some pictures of this boo-boo that somebody made with, uh, is it the Parks Department, I'm assuming? It is, uh, yeah, the Parks uh, Planning Department. Uh, a path was built in a Westmount Park and then promptly had to be torn down. It was uh, too close to one of the baseball diamonds, so a lo- local baseball group pointed out them uh, that the path was right beside one of the baseball diamonds uh, near the Southwest Optimist Park, which is right near Southdale Road. And so they're trying to go between uh, Kerrigan Court and 
Adirondack Road. There's little cut-throughs, yeah. shortcuts, so people can get through Although the park. The the path itself was pretty wide, so it was going to be a healthy little pathway, but it was just far too close to the baseball diamond. Okay. And uh, they didn't realize while they were building this that there might be some foul balls <laughs> that would get hit. <laughs> it sounds like RBI baseball from Nintendo sound effects. There goes one pedestrian. <laughs> there goes another. You know what? That'd be a good strategy to get slow walkers off the path, though. Like, they'd be hustling along. Everyone would be moving, for sure, because you don't want that. <laughs> what it does say is we have workers who are very focused on what they're doing because they didn't look either to either side of them to see are we too close to a baseball diamond but is there like a bylaw or a rule of thumb because i feel like there's walking paths near baseball diamonds all the time you could, you're, you well, could it wasn't through the outfield was it <laughs> it was right beside the outfield i think okay so it's the foul balls it's not like the fair balls were going to hit people on the path it wasn't that big of a screw it's up it's hard to tell I, from that photo from the picture i've seen it might have been fair balls <laughs> Because foul balls. <laughs> because f- foul balls. Who cares? Like that's your. That's on you. <laughs> it's on the batter or the walker. Well, you, you shouldn't put a, a walking path down the third baseline. Why not? We're- foul balls are gonna hit people. It's like you don't park your car along the third baseline, so maybe uh, maybe don't uh, stand there too often. I think you'd be in foul territory. Be- you know, people are watching the game. I guess they're leaning up against the yeah. fence all the time. Yeah, dude, sure. that's true. But those are people who are aware there's a game going on, not yeah. a, a lady pushing a stroller. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're walking, you should be looking where you're going. The dinger hit my baby. The guys who made the path weren't even looking where they were going. You, you expect people to walking on it to be aware of everything that's happening in the park? I just love the idea. Like I love when uh, a job site uh, where the head honcho comes by and sees something is wrong and just yeah. puts his hands on his hips, shakes his head. You're like, uh-oh, what, what did we get ourselves into? I, I wish I could see the faces of the guys responsible for this <laughs> in the moment that they found out <laughs> that they had screwed up and they are going to have to tear up the entire path. It was a uh, local baseball organization that noted the error. They saw it uh, almost immediately because the about a day after the path had been built, they had to tear it down and cover it up. And baseball players, if there's one thing they know, it's errors. Should be all good, though. Once they can reuse the gravel we hear, and, and once it's done, I'm sure it's going to be a very nice path. The Tash Show Podcast. And forget about the Avengers and Deadpool and Han Solo. Overrated. The most anticipated film of 2018 is now available to download or to uh, watch on, on DVD Blu-ray. It's called Grey Matter, and it stars... Taz and Jim mm-hmm. from FM 96. A couple guys from Matchbox Pictures who put this film together are with us in studio. Greg, good morning. Gary, how are you guys? Hey. Tell, tell us what your roles are again here with uh, with the film. Uh, I'm, I'm Greg, and I was the director and writer of the of the film. Yeah. Editor and special effects. You did a lot of stuff, <laughs> yeah. didn't you? 
I'm Jack of all trades. Yeah, I'm the guy that did very little. I was the cinematographer uh, and uh, and producer as well. But uh, Greg is the man who did most of it. Well, Greg, uh, I know we were uh, we've had you on the show for some of your past films. You've been uh, producing movies, making movies in London, Ontario, and the surrounding area for years now. Uh, Gray Matter, how do you think it turned out? Are you happy with the final result? <laughs> um, I'll never be happy. Uh, it's it's one of those things that you you live and breathe it for so long that you just at the end the day all i see is the funny stories behind it you know just little things that that will bother me it won't bother anybody else but it's just that's all i see so it's it's not for me to judge it's for everybody else you've been working <laughs> on this thing for two years i was so surprised we filmed this for two years ago and i expected you know six months but with special effects and everything that you put into it the the post-production was a lengthy uh, process yeah, it's 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 daunting. Like we do, we have a small crew. We you know we don't have huge budgets by any stretch. Uh, so you know it's me and Serge basically in post doing and Joe doing the audio. It's like literally three of us pounding away at this. You know, I think the special effects shots. There was uh, what was it? I think it was almost a thousand special effect shots throughout the movie. Wow! So. Quick plot synopsis. <laughs> well, uh, the, the premise of the movie is that. Uh, we said that there's been aliens that have showed up, the greys, the classics with the big eyes. And, uh, and the idea was that, um, uh, that we thought that they were preparing for invasion. But what, what if they're not? What if they are actually here to protect us? Mm. Interesting. And what if one of them looks like a naked lady? <laughs> Even better. Now, I did see the movie. I was at the cast and crew premiere, and I loved every second of it, including the special effects, like shooting lasers off the hand or shooting some sort of uh, futuristic weapon off your hand. It looks amazing, and it's so much fun to watch seeing local London landmarks, uh, the London LTC bus. There's a scene that involves that. It's amazing wow. to see. That's awesome. Yeah, if you're from London, you'll definitely know it was shot in London. We uh, we had a couple of small roles. Well, mine was a lot smaller than Jim's. Uh, <laughs> do we have the audio? I haven't heard this. This is from yeah. the film. This is Taz as a 1960s newspaper photographer. Let's have a listen to this. Hey, man, let me see it. Let, no, me, hold no. it. let me hold it. Come on. Oh, no, I called Tim. He did. Dibs. All right, boys, let's stop fighting over that space turd and get this picture. I need you to move a little closer together. Squeeze in nice and tight. Nice and tight there. Now let me see that meteor. Say cheese. Cheese. That's <laughs> it. By you as a reporter, I nailed it. Whoa, you nailed you got it. that '60s twang. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh, that's amazing. So that's and that's near the start of the movie, right? Pretty close to the beginning, yes. Okay, and then later in the film, uh, you got Jim Kelly. His role was tow truck driver, yes. correct? Yeah, backwoods tow truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> so a bit of a, a redneck, a hick, some might say. Yeah, I think this scene was me. I got my clothes stolen from... I don't know if I want to say. I don't yeah, want to oh say. Yeah, you you want to say. You want me to say? I want you to okay, say. Okay, so I got my clothes stolen from an alien, and so I'm in my underwear on a side road somewhere. If that's not a selling point, <laughs> I don't know what is. And this is me calling my wife that I was yelling at earlier to, to come pick me up. And we need me. to specify, this is the this is the uh, beautiful wo humanoid woman-looking alien. Yeah, this yeah, is she's this, just left. Yeah, this is the scene right after... 
I'm in the scene with the butt. So this is yeah. right after the butt. There was no nudity on set when I was filming, but <laughs> Jim Kelly locked out. Here yeah. we go. That's great that you found your keys, uh, but I'm going to need you to shut the f*** for a minute. I need you to get your ass in the car, and I need you to come pick me up on Kettle Road. Just three clicks south of Cooper's Mill. Maxine, shut up and do it, would you? Bring some damn clothes while you're at it. Because I'm standing in the middle of the road in my damn skivvies, Maxine. That's why. Just shut your damn pie hole and start driving. Jeez Louise, that lady's gonna be the death of me. Yeah! <laughs> acting! I hope that was acting because that was very abusive. I did not like the way you were speaking to no, poor Maxine there. <laughs> Totally. You were rocking the socks, though, for sure. Yes. Yeah. For sure. So yeah. you're just in tidy whiteies with socks on? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, shirtless, just uh, pale as all hell. Yeah. Now, if, if people want to watch the movie, are there DVDs or is it the, just download right uh, now? DVDs are coming. Uh, right now it's on iTunes, it's on Rogers On Demand here in Canada. Oh, I cool. think it's on Google Play as well. So uh, DVDs are coming. Just not yet. Awesome. So you can download, you can watch on, on Rogers. I'm going to have a movie night this week for sure. Mm -hmm. My wife is going to be so impressed. Oh, when she sees you in that fedora, Taz. When she sees Jim Kelly in his tidy whiteies. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything on the horizon for Matchbox Pictures? Are you guys working on anything new? Yeah, we're working on a, on a couple movies right now that hopefully we'll put into production in the fall. Uh, one's a thriller and then we're kind of getting out of our box comfort zone, so one's a thriller and then the the other one's going to be a comedy horror. Christmas wow. comedy horror. Christmas comedy horror. And do we have to audition for the next movies, or are we, just, are we pretty much just in there now? I think we've got parts written for you guys from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like Jane Silent Bob who show up in every no. Kevin Smith movie yeah. just for no reason. <laughs> it's, it's fedoras and socks. <laughs> right yeah, on. Wardrobe will not change in every movie. <laughs> Greg, Gary from Matchbox Pictures, thank you so much for including us in your project. And watch it now. Look for London Landmarks and look for a half-naked Jim Kelly in the <laughs> film gray matter rogers on demand or get it on itunes the Taz show podcast seven peacock i want to see you peacock time for sports peacock and i are on tilt after last night's basketball game we were gonna we're gonna pull it out i'm already saying we well you and i we both put a hundred dollars on the cavaliers to win the NBA championship, they were this close to winning that game last night, which would have been a huge start for him in the series. A hundred percent. Like they, they were, LeBron was playing out of his mind. The Golden State Warriors were not shooting that great. I mean, which is the scary thing for the Cavaliers. Like the, the Warriors had an off day and they still won. But even the way the game was progressing, like, this series might be a little bit different. The Warriors are obviously still the heavy favorites, even after last night and everything. But the Warriors are using more of their bench in this series, which is good news for the Cavaliers because then you start to have some more even matchups with Larry Nance on the court and some of the other guys, like the 8-9-10 in the Warriors lineup. So uh, the Cavaliers could have won, should have won, 
if it weren't for J.R. Smith, who had one of the biggest bonehead plays of all time, grabbed a rebound with 4.7 seconds left in the game. They were tied 107-107, and he ran away from the basket. He thought they were ahead, or that's what everyone thinks. He, he says... In the, he, he was saying to the media after the game, he knew they were tied, but the way he acted, he acted as though he thought they were ahead. George shot a free throw. Um, I got the rebound. Um, we were tied ball game. Um, we had a timeout, and I was trying to get enough space because uh, I obviously can't stand it right there. Um, trying to get enough space to bring it out to get it, maybe get a shot off, and then I see him. I look. I looked over at Brian. He looked like he was trying to call a timeout, so I just stopped, and then uh, the game was over. You knew you were tied. You didn't think you were leading. No, I seen it. I knew we were tied. It just I thought we was going to call a timeout because I got the rebound. Um, I, I'm pretty sure everybody didn't think I was going to shoot over Katie right there. So. And the replay, and the replay, it looked like you said to LeBron, "I thought we were ahead." If I thought we were ahead, then I, I would have just held on to the ball that fouled me. But we, clearly, that wasn't the case. Doesn't that make it worse if he didn't think they were ahead? Because he totally, he, he could have taken a shot easily from where he got the ball. He he could have, or he could have he could have leaned in to KD to try to get fouled. He could have done something. Could have dished it to LeBron, let him take that clutch shot. LeBron might have looked like he was calling a timeout because he was freaking out, wondering what he was doing. But like J.R. Smith ran to like one of the corners of half court, yeah. and then passed it back. He did not think. The game was tied. I don't care what he said. The Tash Show Podcast. Read all about it. Extra. We are playing fake news. You choose. We give you a headline. You guess whether or not it is real or something that Jim and I have made up. So completely fake. Chris is our contestant. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Uh, First headline here. London, Ontario man rescued from Thames River after falling off bridge while taking a selfie. Fake news, you choose. Fake. It is fake, yeah. We should have said Sarnia, man. <laughs> you probably you would have heard about that if it happened here, right? Okay, next headline. Rubik's Cube champion disqualified from Guinness World Record book after it was revealed he took the stickers off. So he didn't actually finish the cube faster than everybody else. He took the stickers off and, and moved them around the cube. I'll go with real. No, that's completely <laughs> fake. That would be arguably more impressive if you could somehow take the, t- the stickers, stickers off. With everyone watching. <laughs> yeah. Within like eight seconds. That's how I used to finish the Rubik's Cube. I was never <laughs> smart enough to do it the real way. Okay, next one here. Two people are suing McDonald's because quarter pounders with cheese cost the same as quarter pounders. We'll go real. That is real, yeah. This is in the States. Quarter pounder with cheese costs you $4. If you get a quarter pounder without cheese, it costs you $4 as well. So these people have teamed up to sue McDonald's, saying they're cheating everybody by not knocking anything off the price when you don't get the cheese on the burger. Then just get the cheese. They don't want the cheese. Take it off. They say a hamburger costs less than a cheeseburger, so why does a quarter pounder with cheese cost the same as just a quarter pounder? They're looking for at least $5 million in damages. (laughs) How many burgers have they eaten? (laughs) A lot by the sounds of it. Okay, fake news, you choose. 
Australian officials find a dozen stolen wallets in a kangaroo's pouch. Oh, I'm going to go fake. He called the audible in the nick of time. It is nice. (laughs) I wonder if that did happen. If it was the kangaroo stealing the wallets or someone was just hiding them in there. (laughs) You'd think you'd be able to find an easier hiding spot. Okay, for the win here. Headline reads, A woman named Crystal Methvin was arrested for possession of Crystal Meth. Crystal Methvin arrested for possession of Crystal Meth. We'll go real. That is a real story. Oh, my God. Shocker. It's from Florida. (laughs) Cops uh, got a tip about a man and a woman doing drugs in their car in the middle of the night in a parking lot. Searched the car, found some crystal meth, checked the woman's uh, identification. Her name, Crystal Methvin. It's meant to be. (laughs) Who would name, what parent would name their kid Crystal Methvin? (laughs) It's like some parent who like casually listens to the news and had heard the phrase crystal meth but had no idea what it meant. (laughs) Not the first crystal methvin to be arrested. Actually, this crystal methvin's been arrested before for drug-related uh, charges. Also, there was a crystal methvin on an episode of Judge Judy back in 2015. Her case wasn't about drugs. Uh, somebody bought a kitten from her, and there was a dispute over the kitten. Okay, slightly better. And... Uh, back in 2004, there was another Crystal Methvin. How is there so many? Who got arrested for shooting a BB gun at a car full of teenagers. <laughs> and they all seem like winners. <laughs> Don't name your kids Crystal Methvin. The Tash Show Podcast.